And with me is Jason Meredith, lead planning attorney for Thompson & Associates. Uh, Jason is board certified in probate and estate planning from the Texas Board of Legal Specialization. Uh, he has been the lead planner for Thompson & Associates uh, since 2004, and, and uh, we, we're going to talk uh, with Jason this morning about some estate planning, and I can't think of anyone who's more qualified to do that uh, than him. So Jason, welcome and thanks for joining us. I appreciate the opportunity to, to sit with you today and, and talk to talk a little bit about estate planning and some different aspects to it, Casey. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, why don't you start off and uh, just explain what is estate planning? Right. Estate, that is a good question. You know, I um, when you hear the term estate planning, uh, generally most people think that really wealthy people must need estate planning. Uh, some, a lot of clients don't even understand what estate planning is, but we all believe rich people probably need that. And um, I think there's some truth to that. I think that wealthy individuals definitely need estate planning. Um, but estate planning really has nothing to do with net worth. Um, estate planning, I heard a good definition of estate planning one time, and it said that estate planning is uh, a process to, to make sure that uh, you leave your assets to who you want, when you want, the way you want, how you want, saving every last tax dollar and red tape and administrative cost as much as possible. Now, obviously, wealthy people probably need more estate planning than someone who's not as wealthy, but estate planning might be just a simple will. It might be a simple power of attorney. Um, it might be just making sure that we have a simple document to leave your assets to who you want those those assets to pass to upon your death. So it, it really doesn't have necessarily have anything to do with net worth. Well, you know, when you talk about net worth, uh, you know, what what are some examples that you could give on why someone would need estate planning? Right. Well. The, the main reason someone would need estate planning is without a well-developed estate plan, then uh, upon your death, you, you have really no control over who's going to receive your assets. Um, generally, that's going to be left up to the, the laws of the state and where, where you live. Um, so your state has a, has a will for you already. If you, don't, if you don't prepare a will, the state has a will for you, and you may not be happy with who the state wants to leave your assets to. So by preparing, uh, preparing a good estate plan, a will, maybe a trust, some related estate planning documents, it, this gives you the opportunity to decide who you want to receive your assets and how you want to leave those assets to those clients. And it also gives you a chance to plan uh, to reduce, uh, reduce taxes if possible. So uh, without, without preparing an estate plan, you, you really don't have any control over those things. So, so it sounds like you're saying that you know estate planning is not really about uh, just just wealthy people that that really anyone needs to if, uh, you know estate planning is really the transfer of what you have no matter what it is that you have. Um, so can you explain a little bit about um, the the estate planning process? So you know that's such a nebulous term and such an overused term, estate planning. What specifically is that? I mean, what when someone does estate planning, what are they doing? 
Right. Well, most clients, uh, most individuals will start uh, with an attorney. Uh, usually, they'll go to the attorney and, and talk about um, talk about what generally happens is the attorney will talk to the client about their assets, uh, what what assets do they have, uh, kind of more or less come up with a net worth statement. Uh, attorney will generally will talk to the client about you know who do they want to pass these assets on to, identify certain family members whether it's children or grandchildren, um, talk to the client about you know, who do you want to leave these assets to. And then the attorney generally will help the client develop um, and, and implement a last will and testament that will transfer these assets onto the client's uh, family members, usually, uh, upon the client's death. So it's usually a process of, of executing a will and also looking at other assets like life insurance and, and uh, retirement accounts that have beneficiary designations and making sure all of these assets are going to where they need to go upon death. Okay, so you, so you bring up, uh, you know, you, you brought up the will, and but you also brought up life insurance uh, policies and, and some other things that, that may not pass under the will. So can, can you explain um, how all of that has to work together uh, for that estate plan? Right. I think that that's a good question because most of my clients believe that, um, that when you have a will, that a will controls all of your assets. It's a pretty, that's what most individuals think, and understandably so. I mean, when you read the first paragraph of a will, it generally says, I hereby leave all of my assets to the following people. And you would assume that all of your assets means all of your assets. But that's not actually what 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 really happens in 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 uh, in, in reality. Uh, most clients have certain financial assets that are not controlled by their will. So things like a life insurance policy. Life insurance has a beneficiary designation, and on that beneficiary, you name who you want to receive those life insurance death benefits upon your death. And so then, when you pass away, the insurance company. They don't care if you have a will. They don't care what your will says because they are instructed to pay the money to the person on that beneficiary form. Uh, same thing with retirement accounts like IRAs and 401ks, um, annuities. These things all have a beneficiary designation. And so those things, those types of financial assets will pass outside of the will. So it's not, not only is it important to have a well-drafted will, it's also very important to look at all of these financial assets that have beneficiary designations and make sure that we know where those are going and that they're going to the right person. And we usually try to coordinate those assets with the will so that we have a, all, all of the pieces of, of the puzzle now fit together and we know where everything is going upon death. So, so really, I mean, based on what you're saying is, you know, if you have to look at every every asset or every account uh, to do the estate planning, the, the value of those really don't matter uh, it, 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 as far as the complexity goes. So, so you know, a more complex estate doesn't necessarily mean a, a more uh, wealthy estate or one that has, has uh, more valuable assets. It's, uh, a complicated estate may mean that there's just a lot of different types of assets that have to be coordinated. That, that's very true. That is very true. And so you might have a, a client who may not have a huge uh, net worth, but they might have um, you know, 
eight to ten different retirement accounts that that need to be coordinated and need to be um, looked at and the beneficiaries be looked at and that's all part of the estate planning process okay yeah, that, that makes sense well well thanks Jason is, is there anything else that you, uh, you can add just on you know very general aspects of, of what estate planning is uh, you know what maybe someone should do to get started or you know well I guess a better question is you know, why doesn't everyone do estate planning? You know, we hear the statistics that only 30% of Americans have a will. Uh, why is that? Why, why, why doesn't everyone have an estate plan? Right. You know, I think there, there's a number of reasons why um, uh, individuals do not put estate plans together. Um, I'll just throw out, I'll throw out a number of the reasons. Procrastination is probably a, a large one. Uh, clients just think that oh that's something I'll do later I'll get that done you know sometime before I pass away and then they pass away and it, it never gets done that that's a large one another one is um, uh, just what we find is a lot of clients don't want to spend the money on an estate plan maybe they don't have a lot of extra cash uh, that to spend on attorneys fees to get things like this done they don't feel it's a good use of their money, and, and they just kind of ignore the topic. Um, another one is sometimes we find clients that just don't want to call an attorney. They, they feel that calling the attorney is just too intimidating, and they, and they don't want to deal with it. They don't understand estate planning, and, and they don't really want to get into areas and things that they don't understand. Um, sometimes we find individuals that just don't really understand the importance of estate planning. They don't really understand the the bad things that can happen and the the you know the bad situations that can happen if you don't if you do not have a well developed estate plan um, the problems that it can leave that you know to the children and heirs that they can they can leave behind the taxes that they may owe if they don't plan properly and a lot of clients just don't understand those things and I think if they understood those things a little bit better they would be more inclined to put a well-developed, you know, estate plan in place. So there's a lot of different reasons that, that, that can, can, can cause someone to not plan. Yeah, it, it sounds like, you know, as you were listing all of those, those reasons, uh, you kind of summed it up at the end is, you know, you won't do something unless, um, as hard as it is, it, it makes more sense to do it, and, and it's worth doing it, or you feel like it's worth doing it. So, you know, what, whatever the reason, whether it's procrastination costs or whatever, it's, it's not it's not important enough uh, until until someone realizes boy this is important uh, we need to that's get right. this done it, it can, we'll overcome those objections so that's right and, and what I typically do and anytime I'm working with a client um, and, and I'm the same way I, I I'm not going to make a a change in anything in my life unless I see a real need to change it um, so one of the things I really I think is really important is educating clients on uh, what would happen if you, it, with your current situation, what would happen with your current will, what would happen if you did not have a will, and it's not until the client realizes what, that, what, what the results would be, and then the client uh, understands and, and, and thinks to themselves, well, that's not an acceptable result. You know, it, no will, or my current will, that's not acceptable, I don't like that. Now that's a client that's ready to, to to begin the estate planning process, because now they understand why they need to do it. Yeah, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. 
Well, well thanks, Jason. We're going to continue this conversation uh, with, with other podcasts as we dive uh, deeper into some estate planning uh, topics. So uh, I th thank you for your time, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it. Look forward to it. Thanks, Casey.